Hello and welcome to episode 191 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. A weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about everything. My name is Michael Forrest. <laughs> and I'm Ivanka Magic. <laughs> Ivanka waiting for the queue. It's been a few weeks since we've done this. And um, this week we are talking about... We're going to dive in. We're diving in. We're diving in today oh, with... The slightly ambitious topic of something I learned about this morning, <laughs> among other things. But <laughs> the subject is uh, NFTs, Web3, crypto and just equity in general. And um, sort of the future of how we track ownership, equity, allow people that contribute to something to get recognized financially for that down the line in a way that is just not happening um, widely these days. Have any of those things... Uh, <laughs> something you've ever thought about <laughs> before today um I, most of those things that you mentioned i've thought about and then gone that sounds like a lot of hard work i'm not sure <laughs> that i want to read about it today and i'll put it on my to-do list for tomorrow so that's one mm. of my first responses to those things but then it also made me think and the reason that this is i've i've uh, accepted this <laughs> podcast topic is because i think that work of understanding things is there's a lot of things to understand at the moment and yeah. uh, in general and technology moves quite fast and sometimes it forget it creates this whole new extra divides of mm. people who can can understand it and it often doesn't take the time to explain itself to us so it's like you're right you know if you could you can come and play if you can work it out <laughs> it isn't it's never going to be equitable I'm a sorry blockchain folk. No. You got to make yourself equitable in order to support equitable. Well, so yeah. Anyway, yes. that's where I sit on this. We, yeah. So we're going to try and make some of that a little bit more accessible to the best of our ability. This may uh, we're going to we're not going to be like going too long on this one. So we may end up having to break this into another episode if it sort of if we can't oh, cover yeah. enough in half an hour for the rest of the 2022. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone! It's nice Happy to see you. And um, let's, uh, yeah, let's play the intro and, and get started, shall we? How's it going, Ivanka? It's been a few weeks. Let's, uh, you know, feel free to talk about multiple things. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the the uh, the thing that I think you'll you'll be happy to hear about is that the uh, digital piano has arrived in the house. Electronic piano. What's it called? Digital electronic. Is, yeah. Thing. Just not electric piano because that that's a specific in. thing. Yeah. So it's got keys that are like a proper piano, yeah. but it's got a volume control, but no mm. headphone sockets. A slight mistake. The child has taken to it with gusto. Wow. She absolutely loves it. On Christmas Day, it, even mid-afternoon on Christmas Day, she was, she was like, so this is this my piano? Actually mine? Like, yeah. Wow, a whole piano. Um, so she's being fully grateful and enjoying it. And we've even paid, paid what? for an application on the internet that one can put on an iPad 
uh, and it helps the child learn to play. Yeah. And that, and we've all got logins and we all play and we're doing really wholesome things. Like she does some of the notes and I do some of the notes Ooh. and it's all very like <laughs> TV special, Instagram influencer-tastic. Uh, it awakened something it. in you, would you say? Well, do you know what? It was a huge relief to me to discover that I could still read music. Because <laughs> okay. like, having played the accordion for 7,000 years as a child, the mm. piano accordion, the right hand I've got down pat. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and then because I know what those notes are. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, phew. Uh, and I'm just a step enough ahead of her to be able to be useful. And then the left hand, though, I realized I sort of... I it almost was stomach knotty weird trying to do something that I've never done with my left hand you know like a bit like I don't right. quite have the corner so it's like the first couple but I'm I am enjoying it it's really nice actually I have to say that I'm over more than happy with how it's turned out Excellent. because it's lovely there you go and she just loves it and she sits there and she's like acts out she makes up songs yeah <laughs> that we you know she does try and make them sound musical and once we'd given her the a few notes to mess around with uh there is more you know like they are she's trying to use it's nice it's just nice to see give us something to play with that's creative and nice and that's it really that's my best story i hope you'll Excellent. enjoy it what about you michael <laughs> um <laughs> well i've been I've been to Radcliffe on Trent, so uh, stream people looking at the video can see some lovely, beautiful tree footage um, in Radcliffe on Trent. And um, uh, the, the third one today will be uh, my dad. Uh, we found some mushrooms, um, some shaggy parasols, and um, every I ate some uh, mushrooms that my dad picked. Everyone else was too scared. I was like, I think I trust you to know which mushroom is which. I'm going to do <laughs> You're it. You're the only every- person. I was the only other person that went and it was lovely. And I was like, all right, everybody. Uh, everyone else was like, mm, I don't want to. But they smelled nice. They looked good. I was like, I'm going to go with my dad on this. Wow. <laughs> that was good. The other he thing is... He um, more than the others now. He does now. Um, <laughs> but that's mainly because I can help him fix his uh, PHP website when he can't connect to the database anymore. Um, uh, the other thing is I finally broke my phone um i dropped it seven feet into the shower so it's my sad story but it's a good story because only the back cracked and the front is perfectly fine so i have a marginally less waterproof phone i have to say iphone xr i have must have dropped this 50 times (laughs) so far so the fact that it's made it this long but i was listening to my learning italian in the shower in italy and i had to sort of balance it up on the top and it just um yeah, it fell the full height because for some reason it was a little bit wetter than usual for some reason. I'm not saying that's someone else's fault. I'm just saying I noticed and then I had a broken phone. But yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's uh, there we go. That's that's my main two boring stories. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
So there was some footage loud. of uh, lovely ra- the River Trent. <laughs> so I've heard I, I first heard I first looked up what people meant by Web3 last week. And it was like, okay, it's like the internet, but there's this crypto foundation to it all. And the first way that I thought of that, 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 and I've been mulling it over a little bit, and I've listened to a couple of things and looked into what, like, APIs and SDKs are available for web, you know, what's the JavaScript Web3 library? And it's basically a thing to let users log in via whatever crypto account, but whatever. But it seems like... um. I think the excitement around this Web3 idea is is around ownership and equity of the stuff we're putting out on the Internet, uh, which currently is this walled garden. Zuckerberg gets to keep like all the money, even though we did all the work to create that content. So it's this highly, highly, highly distributed version of equity that without a blockchain yeah, it just would not be practical to achieve. And when I, I'm just going to talk, 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 but like when I, when I think about like the clearest see. example I have as a musician to that is uh, uh, royalties collecting agencies like PRS, um, Performing Rights Society. What they end up, and labels in fact in general, they will end up, if you, a lot of these pop songs now have like 30 writers credited to the song so there'll be a lot of and and then like if if you're in a band you have to say like oh i did 20 percent the singer did 40 percent the drummer did 20 percent blah 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 and you've got to put that into your royalty thing and then this royalty collection agency is responsible for for collecting that and making sure that somewhere down the supply chain that the person that buys that cd that money ends up coming back through and then you end up getting your correct split by the end of it but what happens in reality is record labels sort of do the work of that because it's a lot of admin they do the work of that for their top performing artists and then they sort of hang on to this huge float basically of of money that they just don't have the time or resources to distribute to the original people that that are entitled to it um and and the switch with the blockchain is that suddenly it would it would unlock that sort of micro equity sort of world and and now there would be a mechanism like a transparent mechanism for tracking like ownership so say i make a instagram video that doesn't go viral on my instagram but then someone modifies it a little bit and it goes viral on theirs my ownership of that is still sort of baked into that and i get something for that for that step what do you think <laughs> is this a problem that needs to be solved i well that's a good question because i was <laughs> actually what when we had our little because we we do have a little pre-podcast chat you may not believe this, but you do. <laughs> like, but anyway, we had a, one thing I hadn't thought about earlier is this sort of, so I can understand, in the, in the music example that you provide, it's very, uh, there's a very clear, uh, like uh, a practical sort of, it, you know, everybody who did something, everybody who participated gets something. And it, and it so you don't just get this mu- music elite. You also get lots of it. It's like lots of money gets distributed further down the chain. Sounds great. And frankly, I think from what I was talking about earlier, from a consumer point of view, consumers, get, getting consumers to understand that they putting the onus onto consumers to distribute their money fairly is too much work. Like mm. uh, that I use that example of the, of, I use Signal to send messages 
and mm. this new year's they asked for some money and i was like sure you can have some money to i, I don't mind paying you for a product that i use um mm. but again that's a you know that's not a straightforward it, it, it's it you gotta know a bit about making stuff and the internet to start thinking about that so so when you were talking about the music example i was like yeah yeah that sounds good and then i was thinking well okay does everything need to be turned into equity do I need to own something? Do I need to get something for everything that I do? Um, I don't necessarily agree or disagree. because I was thinking about how does like open source fit into this? Hmm. Where, um, But I suppose even in that those settings, you may not want equity or money uh, or whatever, but just credit is nice sometimes. Hmm. Yeah, it so doesn't you've have got to that be sort financial. Of like, does, yeah. So there's that sort of like when you're creating things. But then there's also and the example that I think is maybe more accessible to, to all of us is this thing where at the moment we are giving loads of stuff away for free all the time without realising it and not getting anything for it apart from being duped to voting for nefarious people. Yeah. Uh, that's about all we've got out of it so far is in mm. exchange for... Ch- sharing some pictures with family mm. and friends far away we have uh, you know let cambridge analytica screw us all over so mm. i'm not sure that's a very good deal <laughs> yeah yeah um i think and and i think like yeah maybe it's so what i took what i think we're what i think like, the way i heard it described earlier was that there is this um missing middle class in this sort of creator economy just in the same way that the middle class is getting diluted like we're really the middle class in terms of just the real world is so close to the like living month to month paycheck to paycheck world compared to the the one percent uh type people that we that's basically upper class and lower class in real terms but um the 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 frustration i permanently have is that the lack of possibilities to sort of you know be an artist and not have to be selling number one records in order to be able to you know yeah. pay my rent or buy a new keyboard or all those things because it costs a lot of money so in music it's like this really it's, it's almost like you know i heard you talking about playing the piano over christmas with your, you know and getting excited about it and your daughter getting excited about it and like going like, like what if what if all of this stuff i've made I heard about this platform, I think it's music.xyz or songs.xyz or something, but I want to go on there because just with the thought of, like, if I could, like, mint an NFT for one of my songs and sell it for, like, 300 quid, um, it would be so transformative for my relationship, to my in, in terms of my relationship to creativity because the moment it feels like this, if I do not get a viral hit, I get nothing for all the hours and hours and days and weeks of effort that I put into something. And in the same way, like um, money, the equipment that I bought, like the thousands and thousands of pounds of music gear that I will never recoup in the current economy. It's absolutely like it's such a draw to me to the idea that maybe I could actually recoup some of that finally. And really, there's this barrier. Like I'm in a good place because I don't mind figuring out something complicated and technical and maybe i'm in a position to you know create a platform that did that for other people but um yeah we're definitely creating a lot um but we lack the mechanism to be rewarded for that creativity and meanwhile big companies are 
you know, you can say like, do I need to get paid for my Facebook post? But the truth is, Zuck's getting paid for it. (laughs) Why should he get paid for it? Like, you know. And and I think one of the problems that we, and maybe this isn't, you can tell me if I'm going off on a tangent, Mm. but think about, there's quite a few posts going on about, going around at the moment like lush cosmetics uh, patagonia have all stated that they will not spend any of their advertising money on uh, the facebook platform mm. right because of how it gets used and the day blah blah and as owning a little website like restaurants brighton we try really hard to not participate in the data gathering economy we so i don't we don't have facebook pixel on our website which is the Mm. thing that allows facebook to trace chase you around we do have the google stuff because we use google analytics but like compared to many other websites by many other assessments our website's actually quite nice to you (laughs) you know (laughs) it's the only you can there are there are sites that allow you to compare um but we we cannot afford to not spend money on Facebook and Instagram advertising yeah, yeah. because we have to, we need that traffic for yeah. that, for, 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 to keep our business relevant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, and, and so to opt, you know, but if more people understood what they're giving away on Facebook and Instagram, then I would be able to opt out. Do you know what I mean? Do, do you see what I mean? Like if there was a more, a, a clearer understanding from people of what they, well, not necessarily, opt, but yeah, I would. I would I would like it if more people understood what they were giving away with all their yeah, likes yeah. and shares. Yeah, it definitely. It would be good for me. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do a break. So I think um, the, the the fact that we have to go to Google, the fact that we have to go to Facebook, is a sort of symptom of an underlying sort of lack of democracy in how equity mm. works in the world. It's we only it's everything's built to have it sucked up by these small companies and investors, like by a small number of investors, I guess at the end of the day will go, okay, I'm going to take bets on these companies and. There are only a few people in America. I don't know how it works in the UK or other countries, but in America, like you have to be a certified, advanced, whatever investor to even be able to buy, like certain kinds of stock and equity and, and things in different companies, um, and, which is something that I've been thinking a lot more about. Um, I, I, I think I've got a better understanding of recently, but by just um, doing a bit of actual uh, um, like crypto speculation with real money and going, okay, look, if it gets to this price, I, it w- I've, I've set it up. So like if, if when it hits a certain price, it's going to sell a certain amount of Bitcoin and I'm going to be able to buy you know a new keyboard for my uh for my 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 thing that's broken over there in the corner and um, so and so i sort of figured out how to do that and now i'm like really watching the 
this sort of like rising and falling sea of Bitcoin. It sort of nearly got there and now it's just like crashed and then crashed again and then crashed again. So I'm like, okay, I'm sort of down 200 quid at this point. Um, But whatever, like this is this is investment and like investors are looking for that thing that's kind of like going up and down by whatever level of variability and you sort of start you put you you go from stable stuff to more complex stuff based on you know you put different amounts into different things and bitcoin and blockchain stuff is quite is like is not you can just try it and get in try out a really volatile market and don't do it unless you are happy prepared to lose all of the money that you put in like because it is you are basically gambling but not in the way that if you buy a lottery ticket where you just a pound is just gone it's like where it might like fall and fall and fall and then you maybe take you might the last... still walk away with 5p yeah <laughs> you might still pound. walk away with 5p but at least it's not quite as like hard-edged yeah, yeah. as like i'm gonna bet on a horse and lose the money but anyway that i'm seeing that like mechanism by which companies are traded and that whole ipo thing so so some so one thing is you buy equity in a company early on and that in the hope that it will grow into a unicorn as they call them and then when they exit like you get your money but if they never exit you never get your money you just like it's all in stock and it's all in like your stake in this company and sort of you can know that you have you know half a million pounds in equity and something but like you can't actually get access to that unless they either sell or they go public in which case the shares of it can be traded and then you can i can buy a bit of it anyone can buy a bit of it but there's this whole like in-betweens of companies that they're not big enough to like um go public because that and then there's that whole overhead to being on the stock exchange and that but like they, they might just love you know the founders might just love it and they're never going to sell it and so if you invest in it you're sort of like you're bringing that like investments in it are bringing in this 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 thing where they want you to like sell it because otherwise they're never getting their money back um so the whole idea of like a democratized distributed um type of equity that could be done on the blockchain opens up all of that sort of speculation onto these little smaller companies in a way that just really wasn't practically possible before. And yeah, like it sort of takes us back to that thing of perhaps not just artists, but also like businesses can sort of raise funds or raise or get people contributing both like in terms of their time and getting tokens for that or buying the tokens is a sort of speculative Mm. thing. Um, and it sort of I mean, would create a much more dynamic sort of ecosystem for all that kind of thing. But wouldn't it be, going back to your creator thing as well, wouldn't it be nice mm. instead of it being about shares in the company, mm. it'd be like, you know, in, the, in your music analogy, like if I participated in the design of some software and I owned, you know, X token and mm. f- forever <laughs> while that's being yeah. used, each worker in the factory, you know, actually gets a little bit of the, yeah. that would be a nice, that would be a yeah. sort of like, a, it brings a whole new meaning. Sorry, I'm obviously processing because you're telling yeah, me yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, that is a proper cooperative then, isn't it? It's yeah. like a, yeah, we actually own all shares in this mm. in this thing that we've made. Uh, I've, I read this, I'll, I'll find it and then maybe put it in the notes, but it was a, a thing describing a, a poem from some like 1937, like the car workers poem or something. And it was like, um, watch, and it, it, it's kind of this whole, it illustrates the, the ridiculousness of how people are paid versus mm. 
the the cost of the, how much money they generate for an organization so yeah i think this would be a yeah. uh, there there does it does sound like there is some potential for some really good distribution of recognition or yeah. let's you know maybe even wealth there we yes. say it can you imagine technology. but if only the super educated could ever be work, ever be asked to work out how it works it mm. would just create a different elite that's my fear yeah. of these things and i think that's a very good concern because what did the um what did the current internet create it created Zuckerberg and Bezos and and people like that it still kind of funneled it in but I think yeah. and and really the internet was this highly democratized highly peer-to-peer system where yeah. in theory everyone starts from the same ground and anyone can make a website that people come to but somehow we humans have turned it into monopolies um, because there's just something about that that level of cooperation and like just someone gets it right and then there's that sort of feedback loop that means they can hire better people and grow it into something that's yeah, really good and, and, and then and you like, look at the competitors to google analytics and you go yeah but yeah. i can't and and plus it's like google advertising it's like i've i actively you know i have acosia DuckDuckGo, all of these things as yeah. my default um search engines to try and even distribute my own behavior mm. and then every i suffer i have to go into DuckDuckGo and go google.com <laughs> like let me google the actual answer that i want because this is <laughs> and then i've looked at like distributing our advertising spend and going over to bing which bing is the engine that feeds all the others mm. and it's like it's just i don't i'm not rich enough to be yeah. that morally sound yeah <laughs> having some morals yes, costs you time which costs you money which it's just it, it's just this self is that and it's all the same feedback loop but if you know and i but at least i guess if if this web3 idea had been there at the inception of facebook or amazon then instead of just like you know jeff bezos had that letter and um he was like i just spoke to some people who were very happy with how much money i made them as investors if it wasn't just that sort of handful of people yeah. that were that happy about amazon but it was everybody that's ever worked at amazon getting a proper cut of that growth then wouldn't it be yeah that's that's sort of the dream i think um yeah. what are the barriers to making that a reality probably yeah like a tech adoption how much that gets because it's not just um it's not just well i mean and i talk about this with sort of limited experience in doing it but there's this idea of tokens on the blockchain so you can mint mm -hmm. these tokens and distribute them and then that represents your equity but there's also this idea of smart contracts where you create this a rule on the blockchain and then that contract can never be changed and so and then people have to like vote on on stuff in terms of those contracts and it's such an abstract idea that I, I i can't explain it any clearer to, than that because i haven't tried it and i don't have a sort of deeper understanding than that but um the idea that like decisions are made um on the blockchain based on how much equity different people have and then um and that is like enforced by these contracts um uh i think like what what will those contracts be and what clever bezos will come up with one that lets them keep all the money i don't know um yeah. <laughs> it's yeah i think yeah 
I think it's a uh, uh, like every like many of these tools they 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 will amplify bad stuff as well as good stuff mm. uh, but the more people understand that there's potential for it to amplify the good stuff and the more people that have access to the good stuff the more chance there is of some of that good stuff like not us not creating a new kind of monster a new kind of bezos i like the idea of bezos as a monster the bezos <laughs> monster <laughs> is, you know, a good, he is a monster he's um he's uh, a, yes. it's, it's, <laughs> capitalism is the real monster bezos just like yeah. won at capitalism by doing all the things we're trying to do but just doing it really well and then getting that early mover advantage and monopolize i mean he did do some slimy stuff let's face it like used his um seed funding to be able to price other people out and then just kill the competition so i don't know yeah it's, it's pretty gross um yeah uh what, where are we up to? We are up to 28. Let me put a break in. And then I just want to like clarify, because I, I, I know not everyone even understands what an NFT is, but let's just uh, let's talk about that a little bit, just so that we, we, okay. I can say it a bit more casually in future. What have you got here? Checking parasols. What are they uh, for? What? What are they for? Eating. Mm. They're very tasty. Mm. And what is your qualification? I'm a no. <laughs> that was Michael Forrest's father gathering mushrooms. <laughs> you can see that video if you come onto our Patreon. Um, got a magnificent beard. <laughs> he's uh, going for the Dawkins thing. Um, right. What is? Let's, let's just let's just talk about something. Uh, well, here's, here's, here's one way in which it sort of already feels a bit like it's reinforcing the status quo, this whole thing. And so NFTs are a way you can... It's basically you can buy the certificate that says that you own the first tweet for whatever, hundreds of thousand pounds, a million pounds, you can go, I want to say, I own the first tweet. So just in the same way, if you buy a piece of art in the real world, you have to get this certificate that set, proves its authenticity because sort of in a way like... Yeah, if you could just buy like a reproduction of that piece of art and it would look the same, but it wouldn't give you that story that you tell your rich friends. No, this is the original. And uh, here's a certificate to prove it. So it's sort of like a way of... Um, so really the me mechanism there that's really giving you the story is that proof of ownership, that 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 little certificate that says, that nah, that's mine, and I paid a lot of money for it. Um and then it shredded itself. But hey, we're fine with that. No. <laughs> but, um, we, um, we, uh, we, we, so what an NFT is, it's a non-fungible token. So I guess when we fungible. talk about tokens, some of them are fungible, but these ones are not fungible. But what it means is, yeah, the token is based, an NFT is basically, I bought this thing, this digital, this digital thing, this song, like I am the owner of, I am the I own the original of Let It Be by the Beatles, and I just paid ten million pounds. It's a way that rich people <laughs> can buy digital things and own them in a real sense. In as much as you can own anything in a real sense, it's a certificate that proves that you own it. And then those things can be traded. And then the sort of promise of this is creators can make like and there's there's this story of the nft creator what's i forget his name i should know but like the big story was this guy sold um 
NFT. And we've mentioned it before. Um, Beeple sold an NFT for $69 million, which was this guy that does CGI images on Instagram and had like a year's worth of these images. And he sold that as an artifact, as a digital asset for 69 million pounds. And so everyone's like, what? Um, but um, the the way in which it sort of like alludes to what you were talking about is it's still just a way for famous people to sell their art. Because if no one's heard of you, your NFT doesn't really have much value. Um, no. But you can still make one. And then maybe lower people that aren't like super wealthy, normal people can maybe speculate on your sort of affordable NFTs. And that I have heard of artists having little bits of success in that a musician that sold like bits and pieces of things that they were making and, and actually probably made more money from that from ever they would streaming on Spotify. Is this an equivalent of like going to the graduate art fair and buying a painting because you like it uh, and a little bit of you maybe speculating that this artist will make it. So if I come and buy a non-fungible token from you, Michael yeah. Forrest, yeah. and then I, you know, then in 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 three days, yeah. <laughs> it will whatever it is goes viral, <laughs> and suddenly I'm I'm I've like I bought the Mona Lisa. Exactly. It's 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 okay. exactly that. It's exactly that. And these things can be traded just okay. like any other thing. And, on and, the and the necessity for these is born out of basically the reproducibility of digital artifacts. So yeah, if, yeah. Obviously, if I, I suppose you could get a copy of a painting, but it's never yeah. going to have the same brushstroke. You will ultimately be able to prove it wasn't the original, or that it's another version. Technically, I suppose. I uh, but your but if, if if I copy a song, I've copied it, you know, like, or... or yeah, like, like digital reproduction. Like, it's just... It's like infinite. Yeah, it's, it's to create scarcity in something which is inherently, infinitely reproducible. And that scarcity is something that we as humans happen to value a lot. Um, especially if it's something loads of people are talking about. We think that's cool. So that's all really an NFT is, audience. <laughs> Um, okay. And but it does it does I think uh, again what this unlocks is uh, is a more of a, a more democratic type of investing um a more di di a, a more democratic market than I have to go to um you know some auction Sotheby's auction and buy my yeah. art there or it's even go, go to, to a, website. a graduate art fair yeah you know, like you could all do of that, these yeah. things have a have a have a they, they, there's an there's some work to do. To yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like the graduate art fair. I'd never thought of because uh, I have been to some architecture ones, but they didn't have anything on sale. So <laughs> no, I <laughs> went. To, I, 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 I was like, like, because this house, this is a very, this is a very tangent. Uh, this house doesn't have enough pictures in it. And so right. uh, compared to Brighton, my Brighton house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I contacted, I looked at the, I, I, I uh, contacted the art, uh, college in split but i was like the day after the graduate uh, art fair. i was like oh, damn it well um, i get to go to them based on sharon's connections because she you know oh, she yes. she's works in the university so she knows when these things are happening i've been to many but yeah it's a good it's a nice thing to do 
think. But yeah, there's some there's there some websites there's some websites where you can look into this stuff. I'm going to try and collect together a few links. Maybe we haven't explicitly mentioned them in the podcast, but I will uh, bring together links to more information on the stuff that we've talked about today. Um, I have to say, listeners, uh, go on. I've just googled buy NFT, just so you yeah. know, live on the internet, and um, the the images that have come up on this. I'll, I'll share the link with you. Are just like things I, I don't think I want the NFT to any of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like, no, I, ugly. I'm glad you can do that. It's like the equivalent <laughs> of a car boot sale or something. It's like. Mm. jumbo sale uh, Let's well that's why i think anyway maybe if i can go <laughs> onto this music nft thing platform that wants to make a million uh uh musicians get paid that's the music.xyz or whatever but i'll put it in the link okay. um yeah like a lot of these are bad but i think like i've got a couple of good ones and maybe if, Sorry, but then I it's like think... if i couldn't get those to be popular like without the nft why do i think that i could get it with the nft but we'll see it's something i'm intrigued by anyway and i just hope it will give me a bit of that uh, but uh, also i, I yeah, think yeah, in I terms think of like what i do next it may be like a streaming i'm thinking of ser- starting to think seriously about like a streaming platform that is a bit less gamery and a bit and has got the stuff built into it a bit more the, the overlays and stuff built into it a bit more but i think in terms of um um i think there's a whole equity thing that we could look at there and say like the, the number of hours you stream just literally gets you a stake in this platform um yeah, they take, and then they take the if piss it takes so off, hard yes people it's like yeah yeah, you too can make money out of the and it's like do you how many hours and hours and hours and hours of content i need to create and they need they need us all to create their content because they work work on such huge volumes that they don't give us stuff if it's good or bad content as long as somebody's had a look at it uh so yeah and they're they are using up the earth's valuable resources for their bullshit Um, supporting Oh, I swear, this chat, Michael. It's good, but oh, we need to sorry, like hurry it along if we're going to record yeah. our second podcast recording of the day. Because <laughs> today is the first day. We started an hour early to try and like get ahead of the new one. Can you see my screen? Podcast dot com. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, what we haven't covered, and probably if anyone's listening to this that does know about it, is getting angry about that. There, there, there is there are environmental concerns over blockchain, all of this stuff. Just know that. I am I I am fairly I feel like this I feel like these blockchains it's like proof of work the ones that you have to burn through the earth's resources in order to mint cryptocurrencies I think they've got to be outlawed by governments and everyone's got to move over to proof of stake ones which do not have that energy thing bit baked into them and um so uh ether ethereum which is what the nfts are done on generally got a lot of bad press weirdly the bad press went to the artists rather than the huge financial speculators that are selling every day like just because it it does take energy to mint an nft um but that they they are trying to move over to a proof of stake uh blockchain which i i am just sort of banking on me not looking like a horrible person you know, two years down the line when this like was oh i talked about blockchain and it was like talking about like uh, joining the nazi party or something it probably seems like in two years so um what was it proof of stake and proof of what 
proof of work, proof of stake. So when we did that oh, R chain oh, yeah, uh, yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. the blockchain one, yeah. R chain is proof of stake. So what I did when I bought some cryptos was I bought some Bitcoin because that's the one really that's doing anything. But I also uh, bought some small amounts of the proof of stake ones so that if they do if if the other ones fell over maybe those ones would grow as the world sort of stops being quite so rampant about the energy costs of all this stuff um i do just want to quickly say to hi paul i do see you there it's just we're recording the podcast so it's quite hard to sort of do twitch chat and usually no one turns up so but yes nice to see you dj decane go and listen i should do a shout out to dj decane uh he's i interviewed him for squares tv and uh he's doing some great stuff um anyway yes that let's call that sorry <laughs> let's call that the episode have you got any sh- any any closing thoughts at all or should we jump in no i think i've had thoughts and they were interesting <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can pick up i'm this now gonna go away now. and think about this i think we need to do another episode on this next yeah week. probably think of some ideas it's it's interesting anyway need Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com. Um, we have a Patreon. If you go on the Patreon, you'll get... Here's the thing. You'll get, like, the video. You can see the video of this, the recording. You get it uh, three days early, two days early. I think it's two days now because I moved it up on Mondays. But um, but you also get an email every week with all the links and stuff. So with a link to the YouTube video and then all the links of things we talked about. And then that's in your inbox and you don't have to hunt it down on the internet. It's just there. You keep it forever. So um, I think that's, that's something I quite like about it, actually. And in the new podcast, I think I'm going to try and make that more of a selling point. But yeah, we've got that Patreon. Um, Annette sent us some money again. 50 Canadian Thank dollars. Thank you, Auntie Annette sent in a card from uh, from uh, from Canada thank you so much Annette we I do really appreciate that um, uh, yeah so um, yeah where can people find you on the internet Ivanka people can find me at Ivanka on Twitter and you can find me That's at Michael Forrest thing. on Twitter and my main thing is squares.tv um, we do have Ivanka.blog under your face there but uh, yeah. <laughs> when the book's out maybe 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 Ivanka's got a book coming out. So, you know, stay tuned. You can't pre order it yet. You can't do anything. (laughs) When you can pre order it, you can pre order it. But anyway, yeah, that's it. So, we'll, um, we'll, uh, you know, see you next week. We're back on this now. Uh, So, yeah, take care. Bye bye. Nice to see you all. Nice to see you all. (laughs) Bye. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. You say bye too. Bye 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 bye. Bye.